0: Welcome to my podcast. My name is Donna Serdula, and I'm the author of the book, LinkedIn Makeover, Professional Secrets to a Powerful LinkedIn Profile. It is available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. It's also, uh, you can download it for your Kindle or your Nook. I am also a LinkedIn profile writer, and I run the website, aptly named LinkedInMakeover.com. And on that website, I provide tons of free resources and a blog all about LinkedIn, optimizing your profile, leveraging the service. And I also sell my LinkedIn profile writing services in which I work with clients all over the world, uh, one-on-one and sometimes not one-on-one, uh, to help them really stand out from the crowd and make their LinkedIn profiles shine. Um, I will tell you this. I am not in any way affiliated with or endorsed by LinkedIn. I want to make that perfectly clear. Um, But I really do love helping people tell their story. And gosh, it's so hard you know, for people to write about themselves. And I do, I hear it all the time. You know, I can sell snow to an Eskimo. I can, you know, manage complex projects, but sell myself, talk about myself, brag about myself, no way. Um, and you know, really who has time to even sit down and complete their LinkedIn profile. Uh, how many people even know what makes a LinkedIn profile great? Uh, and that's why people choose to work with me. Um, You know, your LinkedIn profile is your digital introduction and your first impression with the world. People are researching you. And oftentimes it's your LinkedIn profile that precedes you and you want to make sure that it really does showcase your skills and portray you as a polished professional. Um, With that said, I've decided to start a podcast and this is my first one. Thank you so much for listening. What I thought I would do on this very first podcast, and yes, clearly this is just a toe in the water, just trying to see how all of this works, Uh, but I thought I would do a week in review, a week in review uh, of the LinkedIn universe. Um, So looking over the last week, uh, one of my most favorite trending articles on LinkedIn was um, this great article uh, in the Wall Street Journal, and it's called No More Resumes, Say Some Firms. That's the actual title. And it's all about how these companies are skewing resumes. They are, they are saying they, they're saying they're the way of the dinosaur. No more. Uh, instead, send us links representing your web presence. Um, you know, your Twitter account, your Tumblr blog. Uh, And these companies are looking at that as a better depiction of a candidate. And clearly, this makes me very happy uh, because I've been pushing this notion for a very long time. Now, I'm going to tell you this. I don't think resumes are going anywhere. I think they're still very important and there is a place for them. Um, But I think it's absolutely imperative for job candidates, uh, heck, I think it's important for even people who are employed to really know what type of a web presence they have, that they have a controlled presence, one that really showcases them uh, in a good way. absolutely imperative in this, in this brave new world that's out there today. Um, But this really is a very interesting article, and um, one that I think people need to read and understand. Um, And really, if you think about it, I know myself having hired uh, many people uh, throughout my career there is nothing more nu- mind-numbing than a resume. It doesn't really provide much depth about a candidate, um, and it's just so gosh darn boring. Uh, and that's really what I fight every day uh, as a as a profile writer, because people seem to want to make your pro- their profiles sound like their resumes. And I say, gosh, you know, gosh, you don't want to do that. <laughs> resumes will put people to sleep. You want your LinkedIn profile to really engage your your reader and and and. and and compel them to pick up the phone and call you, um, you know, and and make them want to learn more about you and make them like you. Uh, it's a great way of really injecting your personality in there. So, um, that's a little bit more information probably than I planned on going into about this, this great trending article. Uh, the other thing that went on this week, uh, was that LinkedIn announced that the tweets application is officially kaput. They are removing it. They are getting rid of it, discontinuing it. Sayonara. Um, and they sent out this mass email. And I can only imagine what kind of brouhaha took place because uh, probably just a few days, it was, I think it was just a few days later, they sent out another email saying, oh, let us explain. So apparently people... Uh, were quite enraged and in an uproar, Uh, but I think it was a miscommunication. They didn't really understand what was taking place. Um, They weren't getting rid of that double posting or that cross-posting functionality where if you update uh, Twitter, it'll then go and update your LinkedIn status updates. They're not touching that there is actually an application it's almost like a little widget uh, that you can uh, activate on your linkedin homepage. it sits on the right and it just mirrors your twitter feed so if you don't feel like going to twitter you can just read within linkedin Uh, i have it i activated it and i pretty much ignored it (laughs) i didn't find much value to it Um, and i think very few people were using it anyway And that's probably one of the reasons why no one got or understood what it was that LinkedIn was talking about. So no big loss, wouldn't worry about it. Um, Not a big deal there. Uh, The other thing is uh, I just, I blogged, I think it was yesterday, I put out a screencast on a new field that appeared on uh, the LinkedIn profile and in fact I did a whole bunch of, I did a bunch of searching a bunch of googling yesterday and today and and I don't know if anyone else has caught it I think I might be the only one who to, to catch this new field um, but within the education section of your LinkedIn profile right below the graduation dates a new field just popped up just opened up and it's called grade it's the grade field and you know, it's it's it just seems it strikes me as silly. Now, I'm I'm always happy that LinkedIn is continuing to, you know, add functionality to their service. I think that's great, and who am I to judge them? But it does seem like a very it's just questionable to me why they would put in a grade field. Um, but yes, so it's it's called grade. Um, it's a long field, which is kind of funny. Um, but I really think what they really meant is GPA. I think it's your average. Uh, GPA, your your grade for all four years within that institution. But my question is, who's going to use it? How many people um, earned grades that they're willing to even talk about? Uh, only if you graduated at the top of your class, are you going to put that grade in there? Um, but at any rate, it's there. Uh, you can put it in there uh, if you want to. Uh, I, I am going to uh, just I'm just going to take a wild guess and say, I think most of my clients are going to ask me to leave that one blank. And I don't blame them uh, in any way. In fact, it actually reminds me a bit of the skills uh, section within the LinkedIn profile. That's a hidden section. It's right underneath, uh, you know, the very top portion, the gray portion underneath, there's this like orange bar and it says add new sections. Within there, there's this Uh, the skills it's very much like specialties um, but you can add them in to your profile Um, I not not many people do it because it is kind of hidden but at any rate you can go in and you can actually uh, state what your um, your level of skill is so you can say you're advanced you're an expert or whatnot and again it's like who's going to say you're anything but an expert it just seems very strange to me, um, but maybe LinkedIn believes that there's there's going to be some newfound honesty about rating ourselves, uh, and in that situation, I say, hey, hats off to you. Good luck. Let's see if that works. Um, and, oh, the very last thing that I wanted to talk about is a, um, I had asked my LinkedIn group, so I do have a group on LinkedIn. It's called Profile Makeover optimization secrets but if you just search for profile makeover you'll find this group it's a great little group we have tons of really interesting conversations we've got some great personalities who are really involved and uh just contributing some great articles and funny comments, I absolutely recommend you join our group. Um, but I had put it out there. I said, hey, guys, I'm, I'm creating this podcast. Do you have any tips? Do you have any questions? And my dear friend Dave Dixon wrote in and he gave me a whole bunch of ideas. Um, but I thought I would uh, just go over his first one. Uh, he writes, Donna, I'd like to hear the best way we could get, we get our connections to introduce us to their connections. Are there proper ways some ways that work best what can we do to encourage our connections to help us out and I think that's a really great question Um, and so here's just I'm just gonna touch a little bit on this and um, perhaps in a later podcast we'll go into even greater depth but my my belief is uh, you need to get offline with LinkedIn and don't be afraid to pick up the phone and call a connection and say hey you know so-and-so. I'm trying to get to so-and-so. How can you help me? A lot of times people try to do this through email or through the uh, you know the LinkedIn in- inbox. And things always come out cold. It takes forever for people to get back to us. We feel unloved. Um, I say, don't be shy. Pick up the phone and ask. That's one way. All right. Um, this is something that someone told me. And I really thought it was an awesome strategy. Uh, I've never done it myself. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But, so a friend of mine had accepted a meeting with this sales rep. The sales rep comes in, gives them the pitch, they talk, whatever, and then the sales rep says, hey, by the way, um, here's a list, a printed list of all my contacts within LinkedIn. Why don't you tell me who you'd like to meet and I'll make the introduction. Oh, and by the way, here's a list of your connections of people that I would like to meet. Would you be willing to make the introduction? Okay, maybe, maybe a little sleazy. Um... But undoubtedly ballsy. And I thought very creative. I would never have thought to do it like that. Uh, and it really does take it all, you know, offline, like I just said. Um, but maybe that's something that would work for Dave. You know, really going in and doing some research, seeing who uh, you would, with who you'd like to meet within a person's connections, and then also offering up your own connections. Because here's the thing, you know, quid pro quo, right? Uh, so many times... People ask me, they say, Donna, you know, I'm on, you know, I, I'm running a restaurant. I'm trying to get reviews. No one will review me. What's wrong? Why am I not getting any reviews? Well, hey, have you given any reviews? Have you done anything nice for other people? Have you put yourself out there? Oftentimes, no. And you've got to realize there is that back and forth. So, you know, make those introductions for other people and you'll see that karma comes back. And people will start making those introductions for you. Um, so those are just just some ideas off the top of my head, Dave. I hope they worked for you. And, and other people out there who are also listening, I hope it works for you, too. Um, yeah, so that's it. That's the end of my very first podcast for January 27th, 2012. Thank you so much for listening. I had fun. Um, I hope you did, too. I I really look forward to future podcasts. I'm I'm collecting ideas on my group, but also on my blog. So come on over, linkedin-makeover.com forward slash blog. Uh, Send me a comment. Let me know what you hope to hear, what you want to get out of this. And um, once again, thank you so much for listening. Um, Have a great day. Great evening. Bye-bye.